the absurd sin of allowance. If you've been listening to us this past month, you already know that we've taken a break from regular episodes to celebrate Halloween. We've decided to do separate mini episodes this month to focus on five scary films. In this episode, we have our very special guest, our very own, very own announcer guy. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies. <laughs> so, again, welcome to the show. Welcome. And so, are we calling you announcer guy, Mr. Announcer, Mr. Guy? Just AG is fine. AG. <laughs> AG. Okay. Just don't call me Annie. That's how we got Darth Vader. So. <laughs> so, normally what we've been doing is we always, you know, start off our show with what we've been watching or what we've been drinking. Um, but for this Halloween uh, episode, we've been uh, reminiscing about old times and what we remember from Halloween. Favorite candy, things like that. So do you have any favorite candy that you remember? I just eat about just about everything. Um, Mom always got the uh, Almond Joys or the Mounds because mm-hmm. I always hated those when I was a kid. I so, love those. Um, those are so good. Yeah, well, <laughs> coconut's for, coconut. not for everybody, yeah. but, you know, I've since learned to love coconut, but just not Almond Joy or Mounds for some reason. So, yeah. We talked about our, our funny costumes that we remember or, like, just, like, how we would trick-or-treat till, like, 10 o'clock at night. Do you have, like, any memories of... Yeah, you'd be out to all hours of the night. We always used to have to have some type of plastic mask with <laughs> with something flammable that you wear. So that was before the uh, safety protocols of today, I guess. There, so just don't strike a match near it. <laughs> you weren't holding candles outside. But... Thank God. No, because it's probably <laughs> raining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always was pretty much raining or wet weather. Yeah. Uh huh. That's always made it fun. I don't know. Now it's, eh, I don't know. Yeah, they seem to end it too early. There. Yeah. It seems yeah, like two it, hours. Yeah. Seems like Before we nightfall. Out all night. I remember one year bringing home like 13 pounds of candy. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And did, did your mom check for razor blades? I know. No. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and get this uh, shoe on the road. Uh, what cocktail or beverage have you brought to share? Well, I know we uh, kind of love the cocktails on the lounge there, but I am a beer drinker my, by uh, trade, I guess. <laughs> so um, we brought in a beer today, and it actually has to do with a couple of the movies there, kind of the running theme. The beer is called King of the Thing, and that may give you a clue to what's coming up a little later there. It's by Drecker Brewery in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. I've never been there myself, but... It's a very tasty double IPA. All right, so we're going to see on the tick scale what Tony thinks. It's not bad. It's not. It's good. There's I like no it. crazy, like... No. Uh, no, it's good. I really like it. I remember I used to hate IPAs. Like, you know, it's the, smooth. Now, it's like, you know, you kind of get accustomed to it. You know? Just like I'm trying to work on Tony with food. Yeah, you get a taste for it after a while, so... <laughs> It's a work in progress, Tony. Is, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I like it. So that was Brecker Brewery. Nice. I just keep thinking King Kong or The Thing. <laughs> well, that's coming up soon. So <laughs> yeah. Don't get ahead of ourselves. So. <laughs> All right. So, because we don't have to make the cocktail, we've tried it. Let's get started. 
So um, we're doing it um, a countdown from five to one. Correct. What is your number five? Well, I'd like to start off with how I kind of approach this list because there's so many good movies, horror movies, it's tough to pick just five. So kind of the theme I went for was if you're kind of watching a, a, a variety of movies that if you're watching them at night, kind of maybe starting off with something for the kids. My number five movie is uh, from 1985. It's called Monster Squad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. The director is Fred Decker. And that kind of goes with our beer today. It's called <laughs> Dre from Drecker Brewing. Very so, clever. Um, he was involved with RoboCop 3. Uh, Night of the Creeps is another good nice. horror movie of his. Love that one. He actually was a writer on The Predator from 2018. Oh. So he's cool. been involved in a lot of things there. And there, he's, there's even been a talk of the past couple of years about a Monster Squad getting either a sequel or a TV series. So. Hmm. Well, that'd be cool. So. That's kind of been in and up, um, on and off again for the last few years, so I don't know if we'll ever see it, but a hmm. um, couple of the stars in the movie, uh, Andre Gower was uh, the young kid, Sean, Stephen Mock, you might know him for from uh, uh, movies as like Nightwing, um, so he hasn't been in too much, but you kind of recognize him if you see his face, so especially with a lot of the kids and stuff in that movie. It, 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 they haven't really been in much stuff either, except for Monster Squad. Hmm. So the plot of the movie is is basically kids, kids try to stop Dracula from opening up a portal to hell by, uh, by getting possession of this amulet. I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys seen the movie. Or... I have. Um, I really like the because I'm a I'm a big creature from the Black Lagoon fan, and they have Gilman. Yeah, and I do like that design, and I believe Tom Woodruff was in the suit. <laughs> so um, I do like that one, um, and I just remember the kids um, having a <laughs> little relationship with Frankenstein, you know, because he was like a kid himself. So yeah. Um, do you have a favorite scene from that movie, or? Um, probably the the famous uh, scene is where uh, the Wolfman gets kicked in the nether region. Yeah. <laughs> so the famous line from that movie, "Didn't know Wolfman had nards," yeah. you know. <laughs> It's it's not a great movie, but I but I think um, it's a good movie. But I think of a lot of the things um, today that we see, like Stranger Things and stuff, you, you can kind of see the homage to that movie and other movies like with the kids, like maybe Goonies and things mm -hmm. like yeah. that. There, so I think that's where a lot of these, you know, shows that maybe do it a little better now that have a little bit better production, like Stranger Things and stuff, you know. There's a great 80s montage in the movie, of course, like training montage where they play the 80s music there. So, <laughs> Gotta have a montage. Yeah, gotta have an 80s montage. <laughs> that it, it is a real, I think it's a good movie. Um, it's one of the better 
films with kids. Yeah. I just don't feel like it gets the love maybe it deserves. It maybe should be on maybe television a little bit more, I think, you know, right. and, you know, that type of thing. I don't think it's too many people. I mean, it's got a cult following, certainly, mm-hmm. but it's. Uh, I think it should be bigger. I think um, movies like Hocus Pocus right. get a little bit more love and, uh, than, right. than that particular movie does. Probably because that one gets so much airplay. I mean, that's it's on why. repeat. Yeah, and I think if this movie was, it, it would have the same thing. Yeah, I agree. My biggest question is in that movie is why does Dracula feel the need to use dynamite with everything? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shouldn't he just be able to have powers? Yeah, he should have some. Yeah. So that that, that was kind of some little strange things in the movie there. So, again, I think they, at the ending, kind of gives away to that. I think they wanted to make sequels out of it, but I'm not sure if it made enough in box office or that type of thing. Yeah, I'm not sure of that. I know that there is some, like, controversy. Um, I was at a, um, a film festival, a little film festival, it was at a drive-in, and um, they showed that movie, and, and Fred Drecker was there. Oh, uh, really? It, yeah, it was the same time we talked about it in um, a, a past episode, where that's where I met, I met Linnea Quigley. Oh. So, yeah. Um, but he talked a little bit about it, you know, over the, the speaker, you know, before they played the movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I agree. That's a great choice. Great choice. So, so we had a movie with the little kids, you know, with the family. They got their Halloween movie. So now, what do we move to next? Um, before. Still a horror movie, maybe it's something a little lighter, a little bit more of a horror comedy. Um, it's actually a movie from 2012, it's a little newer movie. It's called Grabbers. It's an Irish movie. Huh. I did mention how there are some films coming out of Ireland that are pretty good, like horror-type movies. <laughs> Because that one saw movie, that one with the vampires. Yes, that one with the vampire. Yeah, from the dark. Yes. That's so grabber. Director is John Wright. Um, stars Richard Coyle. If you know who he is, if you watch any British television, Irish television, he was in a show from the early two thousands called Coupling. It was like the British Friends. Yes. And it was uh... and it was way funnier than Friends. <laughs> uh, if, if you're a fan of Friends... I was not a fan of Friends. You, 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 you might, might want to check out the yeah. coupling. Very funny show. Because so. they can do and say things more than here, I think. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. So the, the plot to that, um, it's basically waterborne aliens <laughs> from, from a uh, meteor uh, feast up on the blood of humans. And the only way to survive is to stay drunk. So, it's, 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 <laughs> wow, we would do very well. I think it, it's a very funny movie. A uh, little bit of trivia: the writer kind of got the idea from um, kind of an urban legend that mosquitoes wouldn't bite you if you ate marmite. Now, marmite is a vitamin B-rich uh, yeast spread. No. Sounds kind of gross like, to me, put on but, toast. <laughs> um, but he, he he wondered that if um, mosquitoes bite you while you're drunk, if they would get a hangover, and so that's kind of how he <laughs> thought about the, the movie. You know, it's the a clever little. Movie. So, <laughs> right. so if they stay drunk. So basically, in the movie, um, um, they try and stay drunk throughout the uh, the film. 
here at the lounge, we probably would survive. Yeah, so, we would. Yes. <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs> and isn't there like um, the scene near the end where the the whole town congregates in the pub, but they have to get them under like false pretenses because they don't want to tell them. Yeah, it's a small <laughs> town, and they, they don't want to want to panic the panic yeah. anybody, and they're t- they're just kind of under the guise of this big party and then free beer, free booze, and yeah, they're they're <laughs> be there. It's a, it's a, it's a very entertaining movie there. So, so that's a funny little, <laughs> yeah. And, and and throughout the film, it kind of at the beginning of the film, it pays homage to movies like like Jaws, where you kind of get that on the island. There's a there's like a, the big sign like "Welcome to Amity." It just mentions the name of the town that they're in. It, it reminded me of Jaws. Uh-huh. Of course, Gremlins, where everything's kind of going off the rails there with all these little creatures <laughs> right. and everything. So, yeah. So, do you have a favorite scene in that movie? Yeah, the, probably one of the favorite scenes is when they're in the bar, and yeah. it is kind of like like Gremlins, where all these little creatures are, are you know, kind of getting into trouble with with wrecking the bar yeah. and everything there. So that's a pretty good scene. There, yeah, so. it is cool, and I think I believe the. I'll have to find that one. Yeah, and the creature design is pretty cool, too. Yeah. 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 Nice. And, and I kind of wanted to include that because there's so many good form, uh, foreign films that we that are not necessarily produced in the States. I mean, some other films I was thinking of adding to the list were maybe like Mr. Vampire. Oh, yes. From, from China or uh, Chinese Ghost Story. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff if you look for it there. You may have yeah. to uh, get through some subtitles and stuff, but there's you know, a lot of good horror movies. Nice. That was number four. That was number four. Moving on three. So uh, I'm assuming now, because the kids have gone to bed now. So <laughs> they better. We're into number three, so we should be getting scarier. Hopefully. So, Unless they were so like Kara and they're up all night long. <laughs> I, oh, and I would like climb down the stairs and just watch movies while my mom was watching them, and she never knew I was there. Yeah. And then I was like, "I gotta go back to bed." Anyway, I I, I did want to include a vampire type movie. Of course, vampires your classic horror movie. But you know, of course, when uh, we're all doing lists, we didn't kind of know what everybody was picking. I kind of wanted to stay away from Nosferatu, great movie, or classic Dracula, great movie. Um, I picked. Another movie from 1985, so we're getting back to the 80s here. Uh, Fright Nights. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, that's a good one. Welcome to Fright Night. I always remember that. <laughs> um, that was directed by Tom Holland. He did uh, Child's Play. Oh. He did some episodes of uh, Tales from the Crypt, the TV series. Nice. Um, Starring uh, Chris Sarandon, of course. Princess Bride was one of his biggest movies. Um, William Ragsdale, he was on Herman's Head. Of course, the great Roddy McDowell, Planet of the Apes. Cleopatra. Um, yeah. yeah. Amanda Bierce, um, she, of course, was in um, uh, Married with Children, the TV series. Marcy Darcy. Marcy Darcy. End of... Stephen Jeffrey. Thank God the phone wires have been cut. I know. <laughs> I did it. Where is Charlie's mother? 
Well, apparently, she's working nights. But she left a note. Here's dinners in the oven. Um, I don't know if we want to mention what he did, did later in his career. Yeah, he, he did some um, gay porn movies in his career. So I don't know. Just, just, just a bit of trivia <laughs> there. So I, yeah, I don't know. He did a few other movies there too. So. Wow. So of course the plot of the movie is the vampire moves in next door. So he's in the suburbs now. So. <laughs> Escape from New York, 
list goes on and on. And so on for it. so, so many, many that we need to cover. <laughs> you know, so a lot of great movies. Um, of course, it starred Kurt Russell. He was in Escape from New York. Of course, he was in Stargate, Tombstone. Yeah. Uh, it had Wolford Brimley in it. Of course, he's no best known for diabetes. And oatmeal. <laughs> I was going to say oatmeal that. too. Oatmeal commercial. Yeah. I, be- I believe he was in Cocoon too. Yes, right? he was. But he was like younger than. Was he on Little House? No, he was on another one it was called Some Young. Called, it was this house, or it was or, something house, yeah. but not Little House. Um, but he was like supposed to be younger then, but he still looked the same. Yeah, he always looked old. So. <laughs> if I could find like his very, very first thing ever, I bet he looks the same. <laughs> and, of, and of course, Keith David was in it. Not from David the Riddick. Keith. Not David <laughs> Keith. I was going to say. Course, we always like to, when we watch movies or mention movies, we always like to play the Keith David or David Keith movie. Who is in it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Keith David has also done a ton of voiceovers for video games and animated things. So, I mean, he's well recognized. Yeah. Of course, the, the plot of the movie is just the research team in Anacar, Antarctica take on a, a um, alien life force that can shapeshift. It's an so. I mean, it's it's way it's way more than that. It's just if you if you haven't haven't seen it, it's a it's a just a great movie. It yeah, it's it's a special effects extravaganza by yeah. Rob Bottin. Oh my god! Um, but not only that, um, it's a very good character study. It is a very good character study. Isolation, what it can do, and right. Know, that's what I take remember from that. Um, and almost with the themes of today, like things like uh, vaccinations and stuff like that. Who, who's got this and who's got that and who's the... Right. Is the creature in our midst? The the fear comes from not only the thing, but who's the thing and can I trust them? Fear of the unknown. Yes. Um, yeah, there, that, that movie, I remember when I first seen it, I seen it on HBO, because of course I couldn't go to the theater uh, yes, and it scared the crap out of me. They took us to see Gremlins instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I remember I couldn't stop watching it because, you know, I, I've always been a huge horror movie fan, even at that age. Um, and I had to go to bed after that. And just imagining all those tentacles and the... Yes. And the... And the the yeah, dog. The dog. <sighs> and the, oh. But what was your favorite scene? Of course, the classic... Uh scene where they do the chest defibrillation uh, it's not only got that initial jump scare but it just keeps going on and going on and it seems to get worse and worse and flamethrowers and balls and, to the wall and headless creatures ro- rolling around yes it's it's, uh-huh. it's something to behold there so yeah, I, you, yeah. oh gosh Would you, do you have a favorite scene tony i say the dog Oh That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. it was so sad. Yeah, I, I know. Um, I do around that whole um, testing the blood scene. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, the funny part is, is when the guy's like, "If you guys, I know we're all under stress, but I don't want to be stuck to this fucking chair." Yes. 
I don't want to be tied to this yeah. effing couch. Yeah, that's what it was. But, um, you know, the, the guy, I don't remember his name because I haven't seen it in a while, but um, he's at the end and he's the thing and he breaks out of the chair and his whole head splits open and takes the other guy and uh, it's all, oh, it was just amazing. Like, that, I mean, the, the, the effects, like, Rob Bottin sat and thought of all this craziness. Like, what the hell? You know, I, I would love to be around the table when they were discussing this. How are you going to pull this off? Like, right. what the hell? You know, the DVD does go in depth on that, but well, I recommend watching what's that. What's amazing is that it wasn't, like, number one at the box no. office. You know? No, and, and, and one of the reasons why I chose this movie, and I think it's probably the greatest remake of a movie of all time. Yeah. If you remember, there's there's a um, 1951 film called The Thing um, from Another World. Mm-hmm. Um, good movie, you know, and it's right in the, from the 1950s, but this is like one of those that's just over the top, way better than the original, and even way better than the film that came after it. You know? Right. So. I, I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, Gotta love Kurt Russell. Oh, I know. <laughs> Such a good movie. Um, and whenever it's on, I, I, I will just watch it. Yeah. Know. So, wow. How are you going to top that for number one? Because that was, that was pretty dang good. It is. And I'm surprised that the, about the film I picked for number one, but I, um, from 1977, uh-huh. it's called The Sentinel. Yes. And the reason why I kind of picked that is, is, is maybe, um, my earliest um, recollection of like a of, of a horror film and something that stuck with me, and I didn't couldn't even remember the name of the film. I had to track it down kind of years later and remember what it was. And it's like, oh, do you remember this film that there was? Uh, I'll do the plot right now, um, where this creepy priest is like guarding the, the like just sitting blind priest in this house, like just John Carradine in the film is. is just creepy by himself, and he and he's kind of like the, the good guy if you want to put a label on it. But it's from 1977, and the director is Michael Winner. Um, he actually directed the Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson. Oh, I know those. Oh yeah. Okay. And oddly enough, um, Chris Sarandon is is in my second movie oh, tonight. Wow. He was in Fright Night earlier. Oh. He's in this movie there. Is there something so, to do with Chris Sarandon? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's odd that I would think yeah. of him and in, in, that he would end up in a couple of my movies there. So, uh, Christine Raines played, played the uh, um, lead character. She's a model. She was in the movie Nashville. Of course, John Carradine, he's, he, he's, he's just a creepy old guy. Of course, he's known for Grapes of Wrath and some of those old, older movies. Eli Wallach was in the movie. Of course, he was in Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, everybody knows Christopher Walken. Uh, Jerry Arbach was in it. Beverly D'Angelo was in oh, it. Oh, wow. Um, it's... So it, it's really loaded with stars. I, I'm surprised at how, how many people I, I, I knew in the movie there. So. Hmm. Cool. So basically, the plot is model moves into apartment building with supposedly just the blind priest that lives in another apartment. But as the movie goes on, she meets other tenants of these apartments. The 
creepy um, tenants there, and and she swears that there's these other people living there, and the realtor and stuff keeps saying that there's nobody else in the building. Ooh. So, so that's my number one movie. Like I said, my it was my kind of earliest movie of being just remembering that John Carradine, and of course the end scene where all these demons and stuff are coming out of the basically the woodwork mm-hmm. and kind of just kind of freaked me out and I don't don't even remember seeing the whole movie. In fact, I thought the movie was a made-for-TV movie because oh. of the music and stuff because I remember thinking I'd seen it on TV when I was younger. But. Yeah. Um, I remember the end scene has, uh, they did like a shock value um, so I can understand why we, you know, burned in your brain as a kid um, something they wouldn't do nowadays, um, where they had all of these um, people with deformities playing like the demons coming from hell or whatever, <laughs> and they were all like, eh, you know, um, yeah, I don't see them doing things like that now because politically correct. Yes, um, but definitely creepy because of course they put makeup on them to enhance things. Right. Um, yeah, I, I do remember seeing that. It's been a little while since I've seen it. Have you ever seen that? No, but it makes me want to see it. Yeah, I have the movie if you want to borrow it. <laughs> wow. It's in my collection. I do, I, but it's been a while since I've seen it. It's, it. it's it's very creepy. It's one of those thinking movies like you're like what's what's going to happen? What's right. you know what's going on? Bever, the scene with Beverly D'Angelo with when you first meet her, it's kind of weird, creepy sexual scene. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, oh, like, how did this get made in the <laughs> in the in the 70s and, and shown there? I'm not sure what the imagine it had to have been the R rating, but I'm sure you know, because but, it was not there was no cutaways. No, no. Um, the scene that we're referring to is when she meets two ladies who are tenants there. Um and they're both strange, and the one goes to get her a cup of coffee, the older lady. The younger one is there, and she's very strange, played by Beverly D'Angelo, and she just begins masturbating in front of them. Um, and they don't cut away. She's there doing it. I mean, she's clothed, but she's doing it through her clothes. It's a very strange film, but un- unsettling. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And it just keeps going and building and building like that. Like, you feel the characters uneasy the whole film because you don't know what where's all what's happening so yeah and then you know comes to a head at the end even even the beginning of the movie when she's kind of remembering her 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 father there the scene with her father and it's it's just kind of creepy thought-provoking throughout it's just kind of a one of those movies that people don't think about it's kind of a, yes. under the radar yeah. and that's kind of why i've I put it as number one. It's like, for me, like I said, it's for me, more personal, I think the thing is maybe scarier physically and the special effects and things like that. This is just creepy. What year was this? 1977. So, yeah. So, yeah. You did jump out of the 80s for that one. I did jump out of the 80s. There's so many good films in the 80s. I'm sorry. Approaching that. And I was thinking of, of of a lot of stuff. I mean, we certainly could have all added more to our list. We could have easily done a top 10, but then it would have kind of got um, a little yeah. bogged down. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, I, I think, I think probably about five movies is, is probably the limit to watching it. You'd have to be 
watching movies right. all day if you're watching them on Halloween. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you have any runner-ups besides, because I know you said the one that you could have done, but... Um, there was some Italian horror movies that I was thinking about. Demons is a great oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That happened to Rosemary. I love that movie. Um, and I saw that in the theater as well, not realizing what the hell it was. Um, <laughs> I've never, 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 I'm, it was never kind of like a, a horror. I li- like horror movies going to see them, but again, people are like them, like very cultish and yeah. and really are are into them. I am into horror movies, but not to, to know who directed it, who did this, and who did that. Of course, I found out years later, you know what, you know the kind of more of a story behind the, you mm-hmm. know, the directors and stuff for those movies, and and you know. Of course, now it makes more sense to me than it did yeah. the first time. The first time is like, what the hell did I just watch? You know, <laughs> that's the like, feeling when I went to see The Ring. I didn't know anything about it. We just went to the movies, <laughs> right? And right. Then I realized this is a whole genre. You know, have you seen the uh, the original Japanese? Well, through you, but then that's when you know I had no idea. It was just, oh, let's go see this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I thought that that movie was okay, that remake. But, yeah. I mean, of course. The Japanese one, of course, one is better. But. Right. So, yeah. Um, I think we we, we kind of had something similar. Um, I stayed a lot within 70s. I know I, I picked a couple from the 50s, 60s yeah. as well. Um, Tony picked a lot from... It was like 90s, 90s 80s, 90s. Her, yeah. like, kind of bubble era. era. <laughs> Well, it was like, you know, like, you don't want to do too many of Vampire. Uh-huh. And, right, you know. right. Like, you wanted a good variety of films yeah. and things like that, which is what kind of what I was looking looking to do. But, I mean, you could do you could do five movies of Vampire movies. You could do five, five Werewolf movies. You could right. do five. Alien type, yeah, type yeah, things, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's great film, too. Alien, Aliens, you know. The first oh. movie is really just a, a horror movie, the Alien, yeah. you know, where Aliens became more of a, like a sci-fi, more, yeah. of, a, more of an action movie mm-hmm. rather than a horror movie. Right. So. I, I tend to like those films, like Alien and The Thing, where there's isolation. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you can't go anywhere, you know. Um. There's no cell phone. There's no somebody to call. You have to, you know, the main character, the final person or whatever, has to figure it out. And they're usually the smarter one. Yeah. And and they keep you guessing those movies. Yeah. Or something like, you know, like Aliens is basically a shoot 'em up, you know, blow things up and hopefully you'll be there at the end, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. So that that was a very good list. I agree with a lot of those. I mean, if I, it's hard. Like you said, I, I have a multitude of things. But we got to save some for next time. So, um, so and everything you, was so different. It was so very different, right? Yeah, we enjoyed doing these these three episodes like this. You know, we each kind of were able to tackle the the project there. Um, did you have a good time? It was a great time. Okay. There, so. I know we kind of you know. Gave you a task to do, and I think you did very well. <laughs> um, would you like to come back again? Like, say, if we did a Christmas-themed movie. I'm already thinking about my list already, so. 
So yeah, so uh, when that is announced, we'll definitely have to um, get you on that for the Christmas episodes. Um, our next film um, that we have decided to do is going to be an Elvis film. And we're going to do King Creole from 1958. Hey, little mama. (laughs) (laughs) And we've decided to do that because we are heading down to New Orleans and we thought, let's, we get, we needed to pick some type of New Orleans type film um, to talk about when we come back. So we, we decided to do King Creole. So hopefully people will enjoy that one. I'll be announcing for that one as well. Yes, you will. <laughs> Anybody wants to watch that film, it is available on Pluto right now. So for free. Um, it's one of those streaming services like Tubi where they have a lot of great films Yeah, that you can find films on. You might have to walk through commercials, but hey, I'd rather do that than not, you know, than pay. Bathroom break. <laughs> bathroom break, right. All right. So um, be sure to enter that. Uh, Listen to that episode. And uh, announcer guy, do you want to do your closing theme while you're here? <laughs> what closing theme is that? Where you say how you can find us and <laughs> talk to us. I, I sure will. <laughs> you guys have been listening to me for the past uh, half hour or so. And also the Absurd Cinema Loud. Be sure to subscribe to the show. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Absurd Cinema Lounge. You can contact the ladies of the lounge at AbsurdCinemaLounge at gmail.com. I'm announcer guy. Wishing you the best of everything. (laughs) Hey, baby kitties. All right. It's time to go, so we will see you guys later. Episode number seven, King Creole. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much.